0: Hello and welcome to Lime Worthy. This is Karen. Today I want to talk about pain. Um, we all struggle with pain. It may be physical due to illness or injury, it may be mental or emotional due to a uh, childhood trauma or life situation that causes anxiety, sadness, or anger, or it may be spiritual, feeling like we've lost connection with who we truly are or knowing our life purpose. And pain is pain. Our body, mind, and soul all respond to messages of pain causing reactions throughout our body. A physical pain can cause mental stress and emotional sadness, just as a mental or emotional pain can cause physical symptoms like headaches or stomach upset. Sometimes we may not even know the source of our pain because of the way it manifests in our mind and body. So, rather than chase the pain around, let's take a few minutes to try and view our pain differently, gain a new perspective and perhaps learn to communicate with our pain a little more compassionately. I want you to take a minute and think about how you talk to yourself or respond to yourself when you are experiencing pain. If you're like me, you might do what I call comparison shop. When you have pain, you may compare your suffering to that of others and then determine whether your pain measures up as being worthy of your time and attention. And most often when we do that, we view a friend or family member suffering as more devastating than our own. And so our compassion and empathy and support shifts to those we feel need it more than we do. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to help others through their pain. But why are we so quick to dismiss our own need for that same compassion, empathy, and support? No matter the cause of our pain, dismissing it, diminishing it, or ignoring it does not heal it. The intensity of it may fade short term, but unresolved sources of pain hide out in our body, waiting for another opportunity to be acknowledged. And sometimes in their persistence to be heard, they become louder in the way they present with more significant physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual symptoms. So let's pause for a minute and spend some time observing how we communicate with our pain. Now, the next few minutes will be um, a little more meditative and self-reflective. So be sure that you have time and a space where you can just rest for a few minutes and kind of tune out the world around you. Let's start by taking a few deep intentional breaths, lengthening your inhale and extending your exhale. Breathe comfortably, just a little bit slower a little bit deeper. Just breathe and allow the calming energy of those slow rhythmic breaths to settle in and around you. Begin to bring your attention to any physical pain you might be feeling. Name the physical ailments, joint pain, headaches, digestive issues, neck and back pain, wherever your body hurts physically. Allow those physical symptoms to be present. Saying to yourself, my knees hurt. My head is throbbing. I have no energy. Name whatever physical pain you are feeling. As you say those things, Listen for the first response you have when that pain is communicated. When you say, my knees hurt, do you hear, well, at least you can still walk? Or when you say, my head is throbbing, do you hear, so take an aspirin? Or when you acknowledge, I have no energy, do you hear you say this every day, stop complaining? Now, perhaps the messages you hear are kinder and gentler than these responses, and if that's true, then you are fortunate to be further along with your self-compassion practice than most of us. But if you're caught up in this negative commentary, as I often am, we need to practice bringing more kindness, gentleness, and empathy to ourselves for our own healing. So I want you to imagine that someone you love has just said one of these same statements about physical pain to you. This friend or family member has just said, my head is throbbing. What would your response be to them? I bet it sounds more like, I'm so sorry, you must be really uncomfortable. Can I get you anything? When we acknowledge our pain with the same empathy and compassion that we would give to someone we love, we create an internal energy for healing that is accepting, loving, And comforting it's no coincidence that when we were children and sustained a small injury like a skinned knee or splinter that our parent or caregiver kissed it and said all better because our ancestors have known for centuries that in order for something to heal love compassion and empathy must be applied to the pain. And that goes for mental, emotional, and spiritual pain as well. But naming our pain and meeting it with words of compassion takes some practice. So over the next few days, I invite you to spend some time with your pain. Whatever type of pain it is, name it, say it to yourself, or even out loud. And when you hear the voice that wants to dismiss or belittle your pain, see if you can reply instead as you would to someone you love. Greet your pain with words of love, empathy, and compassion. And notice how good it feels to be acknowledged, heard, and understood, to be loved by you, for you. When we learn to address our pain in this way, we can begin to feel the ease of living in this loving energy. There's no resistance, no force telling us we have no right to feel the way we do. All that exists is the flow of living from a place of love and compassion for who we are, pain and all. So thank you for listening today, for taking time to practice compassion for yourself, for your pain, and may your days ahead be filled with more empathy for the journey you are on. Until next time, this is Limeworthy.